Hello, hello. We are back. Welcome. I am so glad you're here and I can't wait to dig in and dive in to what I want to talk with you about today. And so there's there's two key points that I want to make and I'm going to do my best to bring them together. <laughs> it's going to happen. So uh, just just roll with me. Align with me in this conversation. So the one thing that I want to make sure I presence is there is something missing, most likely missing in your business when it comes to attracting your soulmate clients. And we're talking about, I've I've actually read, I, I wanted to find what I mean by soulmate client and I actually read something in one of my conscious entrepreneurial spaces that I belong to that having the term in your business or in your marketing soulmate client is actually a, it's of privilege and it is, um, not, not inclusive. And yeah, like it's, it's one of those you have on your blinders that it's, it was someone's opinion, but I, I read it because soulmate client is something that I use and I always want to learn. I always want to hear the other side. I want to understand psychology of society. It's really important to me to, to hear different sides and, and have a deeper understanding of how the whole is operating and navigating and coexisting and moving together and, or not, right? Or not. I want to understand why the disagreeing side has that disagreement. You know, why do they think that it helps me just process the world that we live in more? So I, I was reading this post on, it was in a Facebook group that I'm in where it was a service-based entrepreneur and, and they were sharing to not buy into any coaching program where the coach is talking about uh, your soulmate client. Like that was a term of privilege. That is a term of privilege and it's not inclusive. And it's, you know, it's like, I don't know. There were some, there were some things that were written in the post that I, I don't even feel like it's worth regurgitating uh, because it felt very projection based and of that person's experience. The coaching industry has like any other industry, the coaching industry has a deep shadow and it is a highly profitable industry. But the truth is, this is crazy. I think it's like 85% of coaches don't stay in the industry after a year. (laughs) That's a high turnover rate. I know who I um, did my coaching certification program with last year Alyssa Nobriga, one of her missions is one of her whys behind her 300-hour mastery coaching certification program and her whole methodology and why she serves and shows up the way that she does is to elevate the coaching industry because she sees the shadow. She's very present to it and has a deeply embodied, beautiful methodology that she trains us in when we're in her certification program. And... I felt like when I was reading that 
that post to say, don't talk about your soulmate client. Soulmate client is a term of privilege and it's not inclusive and it has white blinders attached to it. Um, which I guess in some cases it does. And also I want to just really speak up to my own consciousness and awareness and define what I mean by soulmate clients. So I want to speak to you today about the one thing that's most likely missing in your business when it comes to attracting your soulmate and aligned clients. For me, a soulmate client is someone that I am meant to work with. I am meant to help this person. I am meant to guide them. I am meant to create the space for them to drop into so they can grow and connect to their own transformation, their own wisdom, and create the result that I'm creating the container for. And we are meant to work together. I, I believe that there are people out there that maybe you've heard it as called soul tide. I believe that there are people out there that I am meant to connect with and intersect in life with and, and be of service to them. And so when I speak about my soulmate client, that's who I'm talking about. I'm talking about folks that I am destined, predetermined, predestined to be with. It is already out there energetically, universally. It's, it's meant to happen. It's meant to be. And we will magnetize towards each other. And when it happens, it happens. And it's so divine and so incredible. And that's a soulmate client for me. Okay. And so there's a lot of divinity in, in that belief, right? Like I believe in a divine plan. I believe in a di divine path. And we are all walking each other home. And so I believe that as well. So what, what, what could possibly be missing in my business when it comes to attracting that type of destined client, that soulmate client? What could possibly be missing if I trust in the divine plan and path? Then what's missing in my business when it comes to attracting said soulmate client? Well, I want to speak to that today because sometimes it's, it's like right under your nose and you don't realize it. And the soulmate clients are, they're going to be with you. And it's not to say that you don't have to show up and present and position and proclaim your space as their helper, as their guide, as their coach, as the healer that they are meant to work with right? Like it's a two-way street. It's not like you can just sit on a rock and, and hold your palms out and be like, I'm ready. Like we have to show up. We have to show up and do the work. We have to do our own work and really be, I think I've said this to you before, be the embodiment of your work. And that's a true chord of that attraction. When you show up fully for yourself, for your business, for the work that you're doing within yourself, on yourself, and within and on your business, you can't help but attract the soulmate client. It's going to be crystal clear. It's going to be really clear. There's going to be no confusion. So that there's a lot of energy here that I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to energetic alignment. I'm speaking to authenticity. I'm speaking to staying on your brave path and really walking it steadfast in grace and faith and trust and showing up and doing the hard things and doing doing the work I'm speaking to that 
And I also want to speak to a tangible component that your business depends on that you may or may not be paying close attention to. And so this is whether you have an online business or an offline business, whether you have a brick and mortar studio, whether you do completely online social media marketing or email marketing, you do a mix of both where you attract your clients through the internet or you attract your clients through referrals, word of mouth, they get a good haircut, they send their friends and family, that's offline, or you're online marketing, you're in networking groups online, you're in a Facebook group, you get one client, you get many. However your business is structured, this applies to you. Online or offline marketing, especially if you're advertising, especially if you are showing up for events, creating events, if you're speaking on stages, if you're getting featured on podcasts, if you are hosting events in person, all of this matters, okay? So you're probably maybe not attuned to your messaging as closely as you need to be. And messaging is marketing, and marketing is essential for business. Now, I want to back up a little bit because I used to shudder <laughs> when the word marketing would come up. I, I didn't think I understood marketing and it can be really basic and it's also super strategic. So I was speaking about the alignment and the divine path and you also showing up to do the work to attract in your soulmate client. All of that, that's like 80% of it. And then this 20% that I want to speak to that is overlooked in a lot of businesses is the messaging that is your marketing. Whether it's your marketing could be you talking to people, you just speaking to people. Your marketing could be paid ads on the internet. Your marketing could be online organic, whether you're posting content or uh, you know, showing up in your inbox or DMs and you're reaching out to people every day or every week, trying to offer your services, trying to connect with the people that you see them online and you see them, you see them in possibility that they could possibly be a, a client. This is just how, like, how we think typically. And I want to call it out because there's a better way. There's a more modern way. There's a more accelerated and efficient way for you to connect to and pave that path crystal clear, make it really easy for your soulmate client to find you. Other than the 80% of you being energetically aligned, you showing up and doing your work, you trusting in this divine, beautiful path where you know the people that you're meant to serve are going to come to you and you're going to be in there their spear at the right time, the right place. Like that's 80% of it. So this other 20% is the tangible. And I want to focus it on how you communicate and how you not just communicate yourself and your offers and your services and your mission and your vision and your, the impact that you want to make, the legacy that you want to create, not just how you position and communicate that out into the world, but how you actually speak to your ideal customer or client, that's messaging. Whether you are physically having a conversation with them or you're writing copy for the internet 
or you're designing your website, or you're posting something on social media, you're creating an email, whatever it is, how you speak to the people that become your clients, that become your students in your gym or your yoga studio, that become your customers in your business. How do you speak to them? Not just like, oh, well, this is my brand voice. We cuss and we use curse words and we use bright neon colors. Like, I'm not talking about that kind of messaging. Let's get to the core of actually what the words say. What are you saying to them? What is the context of how you speak to your clients or your potential clients or worse, your less than ideal clients? That's a whole different episode. <laughs> we won't even go there today, but I, I want to know the context. What are you speaking about? Are you telling them all about what your services entail from start to finish? This is what you get. Are you telling them how they can move from point A, which is where they're at, to point B when they work with you? Are you telling them about all the weight they're going to lose when they come into your yoga studio? What's the context? Are you telling them if you're a coach? Are you telling them the transformation that they're going to get that you can help them provide? Hey, I see you. I hear you. I hear you're, you're dealing with this issue. You really want to have more connection with yourself and your partner. I can help you with that. That's the kind of coaching I do. And this is how I do it. I work with clients on five levels of transformation. Da, 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 da. You, right? You're, you're telling them all about what you do and how you do it and what they need and how you see them in their, in their problem and how you have the solution, right? So we often spend a lot of, until we wake up to the power of our words and our messaging, we often spend most of our communication energy, we often spend that on discussing the components of the work that we do, what clients get, what um, what they'll experience, how how we're different, differentiation, right? Like this is why I'm set apart. This is this is what makes me different. This is the problem that you have. This is the solution that I have that I can help you with. We're getting warmer with the solution. We're getting warmer with the solution. But really, like true effective messaging is not inundating your potential clients or paving the path for your soulmate client to find you, not inundating that pathway of communication with all of the components and all of the details of your program or of your service or of your brick and mortar business. It's not that. True effective messaging is clear and it's clean and it's simple. And it speaks straight to the heart of your soulmate client without telling them all about how you work and what you do and what your coaching program looks like and how long it is and how many calls they get and they get 12 weeks and five Zoom calls and da, da, da. like that's not, you're not going to light me up with that. How you speak into the hearts of your client is from you authentically embodying your work 
and the work and the space that you're inviting them into. Be the embodiment of your work. Your messaging does not need to go over how and what and why. Your messaging needs to be focused on the who. The who you are attracting, the who you are here to serve, the who your business is for. Your soulmate client is who. What do they need to hear today? How can you not just grab their attention, but how can you speak into their heart clearly? What do they need to hear? How can they be felt like they are truly seen by you? How can you make them feel seen? How can you give them hope? What can you say? What do they need to hear? Them, not you. What do they need? And it needs to be strong. It needs to be confident. It needs to be authentic. Real talk. What do they need to hear? That's your messaging. And you build trust by showing up authentically and speaking authentically in that way. My, my yoga teacher, Baron, he, he would say that he had this saying, he had, we, had, we called them Baronisms because he had a lot of isms. <laughs> but um, he, one of his things was teach to one, teach to many. And I, I remember being that new yoga studio in town and being like the new kid on the block and having one student show up for a class. It was like, you know, maybe it's an 8.30 a.m. class. It's 8.29. No one is signed up online. No one is in the studio. And I'm just like, well, I guess I'm going to practice myself then. And then all of a sudden I would hear someone trotting up the three flights of steps that it took to get to my space. We were located on the top floor of a beautiful historic um, brick building here in Durham, North Carolina. And I would just hear them like clumping up the steps because it, it, was, it was a steep, tall order to climb those steps. And, and then there they were, one person walking into the studio. And I just, I, I, you know, day after day that would happen in the beginning, especially. And in, it was hard. Some days I would make that mean something about me. Like it was, it was, I wasn't doing good enough. I wasn't. I wasn't doing a good job. Um, you know, my, my studio wasn't enough. I wasn't enough. People didn't like me. They didn't like the style I was teaching. Um, no one knew we were there. The location wasn't good. Like the, the eight, 8.30 is too late. It needs to be 8 or 8.30 is too early. It needs to be 9.15. You know, like just, oh, that game in the, 
in the if you own a yoga studio if you own a gym if you if you own a place that offers group fitness classes or any of that kind of structured class schedule you know you know what i mean it's it's such a dance trying to figure it out especially in the beginning but i even in the beginning i of teaching that to that one student i would sometimes feel really heavy like all of those thoughts in my mind about, well, how am I going to pay the bills with one student too? You know, like, (laughs) I'm not making any money at all (laughs) Um, either. (laughs) And, and it it was just, it was really hard. But at the end of the class, I always felt better. I would, I would, some, most of the times I'd practice with them because, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was a way to create connection. And, um, you know, they appreciated that, especially if they were the recurring one, like they, it's not the first time they've been the first one in class, the only one in class. And, and it, I would feel so much better after the, the session. And it was, I would be reminded of that teach to one, teach to many, teach to one, teach to many. And so I believe that in your messaging, you can speak to one and know that you'll speak to many. If you can really dial it into speaking to the one soulmate client that you are meant to serve, you will speak to all of your soulmate clients and they will come to you, they will find you. It's important that also, I wanna bring this up in messaging, that we don't hold back with bringing our full self into our business and our personal brand. I love how I love the development of my personal brand and I love being able to teach personal branding to my clients in the expander program. We really dive into this because not leaving any part of you out of your business is so important and being able to rep yourself, represent yourself in a way that's authentic and wholehearted and not leaving any parts of you behind because of what you fear someone will think or how you will be received or perceived by others, that's actually the point. So in your messaging, paying attention to messaging and speaking to the who, not as much as the what and the why and the how. I mean, speak to the why, speak to the what, speak to the how, do that. But don't center your messaging over and over and over again. It's like, you can tell when someone is just recycling they're, I'll, I'll use coaching for instance, because we're, we've been talking about the coaching industry today. Some, you can tell when someone is just like trying so hard to, to get enrollments in their group program. And it's like, they're recycling their invitation over and over and over again. I've been there. I know it. I can see it too, a mile away because I've done it. And it's like, we're, we're so busy about, um, or we're so focused on trying to get people to buy the program, you know, how could someone turn this up? I'm offering X amount of hours and calls and days and weeks and content and course and this and that and all for this price. Like who could turn this up? Like I keep, I keep sharing about my program and no one's buying. That's because you're not speaking to anyone. You're just talking about your program, which is beautiful. Do that. That's the what? Yeah. But like, where's your, where's your who? Where's your why? And speak to the how. The how and the what are, they're, they, they're not as important. They're secondary. Instead, I want you to focus on the who and the why. 
being your primary sources in, me in messaging or primary force that drives your messaging. I really want you to focus on the who. I want you to focus on the who and why they need you, why you're here to help them. And if you've got multiple who's, speak to one. If you speak to one, you'll speak to many. If you get really dialed in and really dropped in and really clear with one who, other who's will come. <laughs> I feel like Dr. Seuss right now. But I, want, I really want that to land for you. And this is how we create alignment with who is coming into our business, who we're serving. Okay? So the one thing that's most likely being overlooked or it's completely missing in your business when it comes to attracting your soulmate and your aligned clients who love you, they never question your rates, they, they're so happy with the components of your program, but that's not why they're signing up to, to be with you. They're not signing up for your program because of the program itself. They're signing up because you saw them, because you spoke to them, because you get them. You know what it's like. And you know why it's important that you created a space for them. And you know why it's important that they create change in their life. You know why. You know why and you know who. And yes, you're special because of how you serve them and how you're different. And yes, it's amazing the what of your program, all of that. I'm not saying to throw it out the window. I'm just saying get more real, get more personable. Bring your personal story, your personal brand, your personal expression and experience into your messaging and speak to who you're here to serve. There's polarity here that will happen for you and it's really good. I want you to be polarizing in your content as well. I want you to be polarizing in who you're speaking to. I want you to, not in a mean way, not in a bad way, not making the other side, quote, other side wrong, not doing that. I mean, creating polarity in a way that people are going to know what you stand for and what you're not a stand for. And, and we want to be able to express that from a personal brand express, um, from a personal brand perspective, because we want to, to repel and or attract. We want to do both. We want to be able to repel and we want to be able to attract. I, this is, this is one of the reasons why you get the wisdom. Hopefully you've received the wisdom to, in the very beginning of your business to not start off with paid ads because you're still developing your brand voice. You're still developing your offers. And even if you've got your personal branding down and you've got your program specs down and you want to scale it like off the jump and you just move into paid ads, you be careful, my friend, because you might attract in a bunch of nightmare clients who want refunds, who give you a crappy review. You don't get a powerful testimony from them, right? So we want to be really careful with, with how we're choosing to grow our business. We want to do it in a way that feels aligned and it feels authentic and also create polarity. That way you pull in folks that are with you, that share the same values that can align with your vision. And even if 
they don't. Let's say, let's use politics as a great example. You might have voted for someone different than one of your clients or students, but there are parts of your brand, there's parts of your belief system that you have refused to leave out and your clients and or students or customers, they share that same value with you. So we're all walking each other home. So they, they're a soulmate client. And then you're gonna have folks that are completely, you know, in a different place belief-wise. They have totally different beliefs than you, but they love your offer and they, they want the what and the how. And so maybe they're less attracted to you from, you know, who and why, but they love your offer. And that usually comes later on down the road. Um, you know, once you're kind of like a, your business is a well-oiled machine and you've got that signature program and it's got a couple of years behind it and you've got, you know, hundreds of thousands, however many testimonies and reviews and it's vetted, right? So it's like, you might sign in to people here and there into your group coaching program, let's say, and you know, it's a few years been running and it's really successful. It's a great program. It's got some notoriety behind it. And you see this one person in your group and you're like, how did they get here? <laughs> it's like, they just, they wanted the program. They wanted the wisdom that you have the offer. They wanted, they wanted the offer itself. They don't really maybe align in other areas as most of your clients have in the past, but you know, they're, they're in the space. And so that's a beautiful opportunity to really like extend and reach out and, and find those common grounds that we all share with each other as a human collective. So I really see business as a great opportunity to understand each other as a whole and to take advantage of how we can all walk each other home to greater remembrance and greater collective unity, no matter who you are and what's going on. So that's, that's my spiel in that. Um, I want to go into the second part and Perhaps it's a second episode in and of itself, and and there's a call for me just to do that, just to like make a different episode. But I, I wanted just to leave you with this. How about I'll leave you with this and I'll expand on it later. Your messaging is important, right? Let's wrap it up. I want you to really look at who you're speaking to and how you're conveying how you see them, not how you can help them, but how you how you're the context of who you're speaking to. Are you really connected to that person in a deep, meaningful way that's authentic? Okay. And really spend some time with your soulmate client, not in the physical necessarily. Like if you've got one who is that, do it. Your soulmate student or client or person, customer. But design them out and take out your journal or take out your audio app and just record out loud or write down in your, on your pages, in your journal, who are they? What do they need? What is their life like? What are their struggles? What are their hopes? What are their dreams? What has been their life experience so far? What have they journeyed through and traveled through? How old are they? Why do they need you? How are you gonna help them? How will you meet? 
how will you bring that peace and solace that they need? What keeps them up at night and, and how, how are you going to help? Get really connected to your soulmate client on an energetic level. Because time is hard right now. The time is now and the time is hard right now. There's a lot of edge to this moment in our collective existence and humanity. We're, you know, two and a half years in to living in a pandemic state. We have economic shifts happening on a global level. We have folks waking up deeply and waking up can be hard. We have some of us that are just perpetually groggy. <laughs> we have some that are refusing any kind of change. It's, it's, a, it's quite a time to be alive right now. And we can get really caught up in the fear of right now. We can get really caught up in the stories of right now. We can get caught up. Or we can level up. We can scale back. Or we can scale up. So that's, that's the next episode. How about that? I'll leave you with that. <laughs> but I just, I just felt that there, yeah, I felt like I needed to say that today. Okay. I hope this serves. Get clear on your messaging. Get connected to who you're speaking to and why. Enough of the how. And the what comes last, my friend. Who? Who, who, who? <laughs> Just like a wise owl. Who, who, who? There you are. I am sending you so much love. Thank you for tuning in to this wonderful baby podcast <laughs> that I'm so proud of. Um, I hope it serves. I really do. I've had some of you reach out to me and give me some of the most beautiful feedback. And I thank you and I hear you. And if you ever want to pop on here and let's have a conversation together, reach out. Let me know. I am sending you so much love, so much light. I am holding your highest vision always. I am holding you in the light. I am holding you aligning with and discovering your most authentic way and path to connect with your soulmate clients. I am holding the vision of you living your dharma, your purpose, in the most beautiful, impactful, and fulfilling way. All that you dream of, the legacy, the financial freedom, the emotional freedom, the physical freedom, all of the freedom, the trust, the truth, the impact, the legacy, all that you dream of creating, the brand, the business, the building, all of it, I am holding it in the light for you, for all of us, because I truly believe that business is how we are as entrepreneurs. It is our chosen medicine of how we're moving the collective forward. 
And may we do it, may we do so on our own unique, brave paths. And may we not give up. And may we believe in ourselves. And may we authentically and abundantly and bravely meet each day with this hope and this faith and this trust. Until next time, I thank you for being here. And I'll see you soon. I'll talk to you soon. So much love. Mwah.